Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow me on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. All right, guys, so just a quick announcement before we dive right into the show. So for anyone who wants to support the creation and expansion of Self Love Tarot, the podcast, I do have a Patreon account. And I'll leave the link in the episode notes for anyone who wants to be part of this wild, amazing journey as I continue to build the podcast. And as a thank you to my patrons, you guys will be getting monthly access to some podcast extras. So for example, some behind the scene content, my creative process, some vlogs, all of that and more. So go check that out if that is something you want to be a part of. Okay guys, so today's topic will be all about divine timing. I think this is super relevant for today because, well, (laughs) we don't exactly know when we're going to be able to get out of this um, lockdown, the quarantine, um, you know, so it's kind of hard to see what our futures will be like. It's kind of hard to see when our plans will be able to resume and we're going to be able to go on vacation and life can go back to normal, all that good stuff. So I think divine timing is really important to kind of wrap your head around at this point if this is a concept that resonates with you. And if you have no idea what divine timing is, then you are listening to the perfect episode because we're going to dive deep into it. And I want to share with you guys certain parts of my life that I know for a fact happened exactly when they were supposed to happen. And I'm so happy that they happened exactly when they happened. (laughs) So when I look back at my life and think of all the things that I desperately wanted but never got until years later, I laugh. I laugh because the disappointment and heartbreak was so intense and it felt like it was the worst thing that could have ever happened to me at that point. It's just, it's so funny because now from where I am standing, I see how perfectly everything unfolded for me and how it unfolded at exactly the right time for me. For example, those years in college where I changed my major about a dozen times and I finally settled on what I wanted to study, that occurred under divine timing. I wasn't supposed to figure it out until I figured it out. All those years that I struggled to find a guy I truly cared for and who would treat me with respect, all of that was supposed to happen. I don't believe that if I tried harder or focused more or went out on more dates or if I did more positive affirmations to myself, I don't believe any of that would have even made a dent of a difference. Because the right person, the exact right person, was going to arrive at the exact right time, regardless of what my ego thinks. 
And it's interesting because when I look within me and I look at my ego, I realize that my ego hates the concept of divine timing. It just hates it. The ego thinks it can own and control the universe. And my ego thinks that the harder I try, the more brute force I put into my efforts, the more things will work out exactly the way I want them to in the exact time I want them to happen. And there is something so incredibly sacred and beautiful about divine timing. So sacred that it's untouchable by the ego. The ego can't do anything about it. It's the idea that everything comes at its appointed time. Everything happens at the exact right moment and it's none of your ego's business. Which means it's not your fault. So if you've been blaming yourself for not realizing your life purpose at the age of 18, or if you've been blaming yourself for not pushing your dreams when you had the chance, if you've been blaming yourself for staying in that dead relationship for too long, it's okay. You can release yourself from that story. People have always told me that I'm an old soul since I'm so young and some of the people that I've coached and done workshops with have been women who were older than me some just a couple years older and some who are in their 30s and 40s and have children who are as old as me and I've gotten people telling me that they're jealous because they it seems like I have my life figured out because I'm doing this at this age and they wish they were doing this personal development stuff sooner And that, you know, they should have been doing it sooner. And when people tell me that, I always feel curious. And a part of me usually wants to be like, oh my god, that's gold. Let's go deeper into that. Let's see where that's coming from. But usually when people make these comments towards me, it's more of like a passing comment. And I usually have to hold myself back from getting too weirdly deep with people. So I'm usually just like, thank you. Thank you so much. But... It's always been something that I've wanted to dive deeper with people in that like why do they think that they relate to this stuff? Why do they think that they arrived late to the party? And so here is my response to those things. I would absolutely strongly disagree with you on that. Because you started on the spiritual path on this work towards healing at the exact time you were supposed to start it. End of story. You were not meant to start it a millisecond earlier. What if you believe that for yourself? What if you believe that the timing and unfolding of everything in your life has a deeper, more meaningful purpose? What would happen if you looked at time from a wider, grander view instead of the smaller ego perspective. I remember sitting in my therapist's office at the age of 22, and it was our last session together because she was moving to work somewhere else. And my final remark to her was, I want to help people in the same way that you do. I want to help people heal emotionally and from within. Like that, I believe, is my purpose. That's what I'm here to do. And I remember she looked at me and she said something along the lines of, 
I think that's great. But I also think there's so much you need to work on and learn before you go out there and do that type of work. And I remember feeling really upset that she said that to me. And at the time I was going through a lot of panic attacks, a lot of anxiety, a lot of body image issues. I think you guys have kind of heard what I had gone through and I was in the middle of that storm. But I still felt really upset that she said that to me and it triggered this storyline that I identified with that I wasn't good enough and that I was useless and that because I was suffering, I didn't have the capacity to make an impact on anyone's life. And so part of me was thinking, she's wrong. She's wrong about me. I can go out and help people and be there for them. I can do that in a bigger way and I can do that now. And it really revealed to me the thorns that I already had within me. And it made me start to pay attention to those things and learn from those things that seemed to hurt me. Most importantly, in noticing how offended I got, it showed me how much my ego was getting in the way of trusting in divine timing. If I was truly meant to be someone on this earth who could help people in the same capacity, it would happen for me at the exact time that it needed to happen. Not a minute sooner, not a minute later. Because in going through my process, in going through the healing that I went through, I've been able to grow and find a new understanding of all of it. And all of those experiences were used to help me wake up and see how much my ego wanted to take over the steering wheel. Over and over again, it showed me that when my ego tries to grab the steering wheel, it usually heads towards a big, giant cliff with a big fall. I think it's okay to have big regrets and mistakes and things you wish you never did or things you wish you did. But I think believing in the should-haves or the shouldn't-haves of life just leaves us feeling really crappy about ourselves in our present lives, doesn't it? For me, it launches me into unhealthy fantasies, thinking that I would be in a much better position than I am right now if only I did this or if I did that differently. So for example, I think of my childhood dream of being an actress and I think, man, if my parents just supported me and let me take the acting classes and go to auditions and blah, 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 I could have been so much more happier than I am right now. I could be totally living my wildest dreams right now. (laughs) And in doing that, it just feels like I'm dishonoring my own present moment, my own journey. And that this holy present moment, it's here for me. And all I'm doing is just slamming the door on it and rejecting it and being like, no, you are not good enough. You are where you are for a reason. And one of the most empowering things you can do is to find out what that reason is for yourself. Why are you here right now? What is there to benefit from experiencing what you're experiencing right now? Where are the opportunities being offered to you in the current moment? On the days that feel easy for me, I trust in divine timing. And on the days that are harder, I simply just set the intention that I am willing to trust in divine timing. I know it can be difficult to stay patient, 
because it seems like you have to put up with this and that and all this stuff. But I think it's a good idea to come up with two or three examples in your life where something had arrived at exactly the perfect time and you were so glad that it didn't happen anytime sooner. Maybe the extra time gave you a chance to really go within and establish a greater relationship with yourself and who you are. I know the number of years that I stayed single and I really didn't want to be single, I know those years had a purpose and it was during those years that I really learned how to develop a relationship with myself and how to love myself so that when I did find the right person, I didn't mess it up by, by you know, making him be the source of my happiness and my joy and my confidence because I already knew how to produce that for myself. And like maybe there are situations in your past where the, the extra waiting time, the prolonged time gave you the chance to spend more time with someone or something that wasn't going to be there forever. And so to take this even a step further, imagine your current self right now giving a piece of guidance to that past self, right? Who is currently feeling impatient and who wants this certain result right now. Whether you want that partner, you want that job, you want to know your life purpose, whatever it is. What do you want to say to her? What could you say to her that can help her keep going, that can help her trust her journey and trust the process? Write that guidance down on a piece of paper. Write whatever words come to mind. So when you have those words, that message on that piece of paper that just resonates with your soul, take that piece of paper and at the top of it, I want you to write in bold letters Words from my future self. Because those words are from your future self. Your future self, who has already produced the result that you're wanting, is traveling through time and giving you this exact message. Let the loving guidance that you would offer to your past self be the same loving guidance you would offer to yourself right now wherever you are with whatever you are dealing with. Maybe you're waiting and wishing that this whole COVID thing would be over already so you can go about living your life, right? Maybe that's the situation that you're in. So I really encourage you to do this, to go back into your life, find those moments of perfect divine timing. And write a letter to your past self, the past self that was feeling super impatient about the circumstances and the results. And use that guidance for yourself right now. And see how that feels. So for example, I like to think of my teenage self in all of her heartbroken misery. Feeling like no one would ever love her exactly as she is. Feeling like she would never find the perfect person. And in all of her desperate longings and attachments to guys and trying to make certain relationships work. My words to her would be, You think attaining whatever you are chasing after will make you happier. But it won't. The happiness the love, the attention that you are truly wanting 
will come once you allow yourself to feel those feelings right now. And even though right now my current challenge isn't about trying to chase boys who won't pay attention to me, (laughs) that same message still applies. It still resonates with what I'm going through in my life right now and what I'm cultivating and growing. And I see myself in the future with my desired result transmitting that exact message to my present self right now in my time of need. So I really encourage you guys to find your own personal message to yourself. This is your chance to tap into your intuition, that part of you that has a solution to every single problem you have in your life right now. And when you surrender to divine timing, keyword surrender, right? We're not using our ego and our sense of willpower to push through this. We're surrendering, we're letting go. When we surrender to divine timing, one of the good things that can immediately happen is a sense of relief. Finally, I am not the one who is supposed to make everything happen. Finally, I am not carrying the burden or the pressure of doing this. Finally, I can relax and trust and know that my highest needs are always being met in the perfect way under divine timing. And oftentimes when you let go and relax and open up to divine timing, the things you've been pushing to happen happen naturally and actually faster than you had expected. So for example, there have been times where I've been so stressed about meeting a certain deadline and during those times I would notice what my ego was doing and I would consciously surrender the timeline of the project to the divine. I would say something along the lines of, I don't care about any other timeline but yours. May this unfold under the right timing that serves the highest good for all. And I would say those things to the universe and I would let go. And in my own relaxing, I would have the natural sense of what to do next. So the impulse to work on the project would naturally arise within me or I would do the work with a more easygoing attitude. And through that flow, the work would actually get done faster. It's like the paper ends up writing itself. The taxes end up doing themselves. And weirdly enough, it felt good to do it because I wasn't under the dominion of the ego. The ego wasn't whipping me to go faster and making threats of all the bad things that would happen if I missed the deadline. When you are operating under divine timing, you start to take action from a place of love and abundance instead of fear. It's such an amazing shift. For example, speaking of my taxes, I did my taxes last week because the deadline was on Friday and I honestly had a blast. Which is a weird thing to say about taxes, right? But before I had done them, I knew I needed to do them at some point. But I was just doing my own thing. I was meditating, praying, playing music, doing things that made me happy. And consciously acknowledging and trusting divine timing. And I suddenly got the inspired impulse to do my taxes. (laughs) 
So I gathered all my documents together. I made myself some tea. I made myself a little spot at the computer. And I just had so much fun doing it. It sounds so weird to say, but I really did. And I was finished in practically no time. Getting on the frequency of love and abundance and trust is one of the most productive things you can do for yourself. Trusting in divine timing connects you to that higher frequency, that higher state of being where you're just having fun with it. Divine timing works in the small mundane things like our taxes and in the big things like figuring out our life purpose and passion. And this can really help you start to make peace with where you are right now. Last year when I launched my coaching business, I did it without wanting to touch on anything spiritual. I didn't want to involve concepts and ideas like the universe or God or anything like that because I didn't want to turn people off who weren't spiritually inclined and weren't into those ideas. But then I kept struggling with feelings of inadequacy and self-worth and believing that I was someone who could help others. And with those struggles, I kept on turning to my own spirituality for the help. I turned to my tarot cards, I turned to my prayers, I turned to meditations and communicating with the universe. And it always helped me feel so much better and it helped me feel like I was being guided. And then eventually I realized, wait a second, why am I holding back on all of this? Why am I not using this stuff with my clients? Because for us to create anything new in our life, whether it's a business or a new relationship, or if it's creating more confidence in ourselves, it's always a spiritual journey. And that's something that I genuinely believe in. It always ends up going back to trusting in the invisible forces, trusting in divine guidance, trusting in your intuition, trusting in divine timing. And for me to go through those experiences of attempting to launch a coaching business without God, and then launching a coaching business with God showed me how important my own spirituality was and how important other people's spirituality was in their journey towards transformation and creating new results for themselves. And from that, I found my own identity. I found my own style. I found my niche, the people that I really wanted to work with, the people who were already spiritually inclined and already believed these things. And without that experience of you know having that contrast if i had reached let's say a level of success in a coaching business that had nothing to do with spirituality at all maybe by now i would have quit already because i would have lost touch with what really inspired me at the deepest level and so i believe that my coaching business is unfolding under divine timing i believe that this podcast and its success is unfolding under divine timing. I believe that all of the obstacles that seem to be in my way right now are actually here to guide me and to help me. And that all of the waiting around and trying to be patient, all of that is here to help me too. So from my heart to yours, I hope this message resonates with you today. And if anything, I want to be super transparent about my own process because I know it helps to see that other people are going through the same thing, right? Like my circumstances might be different from yours, 
But the challenges and the opportunities still remain the same with all of us in all of our journeys. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And also for all of you guys who are keeping up with the podcast on Instagram, thank you so much for all your messages, all your support for the show. As a thank you for the entire month of May, there is a special offering that I have only put out on Instagram to that community, and I highly recommend you guys take advantage of it. And there are only still a couple weeks of May left, so if you have no idea what the heck I'm talking about, go to the podcast Instagram to find out, at selfloveTarot. I'll be reposting it in my stories for this weekend. It's also in my previous posts if you're trying to find it, so you won't want to miss this opportunity, trust me. Thank you so much for your support. All the links to my Instagram and Patreon are in the show notes. I hope you guys enjoyed this one and I will talk to you next week.